Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with March 14th and 15th, 1919, Part 2, pages 223 through 224. March 15th, 1919, Part 2. I then told them the following. 1. In my opinion, organizing the demonstration should be left to those who will actually occupy Vilnius. Who knows if there will be time for demonstrations? Perhaps it may be imperative to press forward or to defend themselves. 2. If the Lithuanians do take Vilnius, it would be better if they do not imitate others by making a great hullabaloo, but rather start to work to organize some means of saving the people from starvation. If the Poles do not join in, demonstrations will simply antagonize them and make the work all the more difficult for the Lithuanians. 3. It is not demonstrations, but steady and serious work, establishing various institutions, taking over commerce and industry and the like that will make Vilnius a Lithuanian city. 4. The fate of our country, and especially of Vilnius, is not yet clear and will be decided by the Paris Peace Conference. Only when things become stabilized will what needs to be done become evident. In the meantime, as bishop, I must be careful not to insult or needlessly offend any part of my flock. I cannot live for the moment, but must look to the future. What would have happened if I had listened to the Lithuanian Council and done what they were pressing me to do? Perhaps I would have had to pack my bags and leave Vilnius for Kaunas, together with the members of the Council, or even go to Tilsit. 5. I would be willing to participate in the festivities only if the Poles and Belarusians also consent to do so. Then I told them that since I did not want to take sole responsibility, I would invite the Lithuanian priests and confer with them about what is to be done. I promised to give them an answer in the evening. At three o'clock in the afternoon, I convened the Lithuanian priests and explained the matter to them. We agreed not to decide anything def definitely, but to wait and see how things turn out. Naturally, they, will, they all agreed that the church cannot turn people away. If the Lithuanians wish it, we will have to hold a service for them. But if they want to turn a sacred celebration into a political tool, then it is clear that it would be inappropriate for the bishop to participate. Besides, I had also put the following question to these representatives. What would you have, have, what would you have me do, and what order of ceremonies would you suggest for me if the Polish legionnaires should take Vilnius first? They answered that such a thing was impossible. I also asked the Lithuanian priests not to involve me in politics and to protect me against those who want to do so. I should be allowed to go on with my pastoral work. That is enough work for me. I am capable and able to manage it all. My God, my God, how difficult is the bishop's position here? Everyone is pushing and pulling him every which way. Both the Poles and the Lithuanians want to harness him to their own political bandwagon. Both are trying to drag him down into this political morass. Oh God, help me to stay clear of this quicksand. I received word that the Lithuanians agree to make full arrangements for the celebration 
only after Vilnius has been taken. In the second part of this entry, Blessed George offered his wise advice to those who wished to welcome the conquering heroes. George advised leaving the organization of the demonstration to those who will actually occupy the city. They might need to defend the city and not have time for a public ceremony. Blessed George wasn't convinced that the Lithuanians would take the city. If they did, he felt it would be better to set to work improving things rather than have a big public victory celebration which would prove embarrassing if they're not able to hold on to the city for very long. Better not to antagonize other competing powers. Rebuilding the city will take people who will take time and there are people who are starving and need immediate help, not parades. Blessed George doesn't want to offend one part of his flock by favoring another. Things could continue to shift in the city for the foreseeable future. Blessed George didn't want to have to abandon the city because he had chosen sides. He was ready to participate if all parties in the city agreed to participate, the Lithuanians, the Poles, and the Belarusians. And Blessed George conferred with the Lithuanian priests. He had to be like Solomon, making a difficult decision. They were open to a religious ceremony, but not if it is turned into a political tool. Blessed George wanted to simply get on with his pastoral work. This is what God expected of him. And Blessed George asked God to help him to walk the tightrope that was the lot of the bishop, the shepherd of Vilnius. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. 
please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.